Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. Let's talk Hoya. Hey guys! Welcome. Hola. Back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Hi friends. Back. We have some Hoya news today. Mm-hmm. In the world of Hoya. Las noticias. <laughs> Sorry guys, I just got a cheese me text. Oh. And it's a long one and it's got pictures and videos and voice memos so for later anyway let's not see do you see how much she perked up when she had a cheese made text oh, she was like gosh. now she's fully awake <laughs> so by the time this episode goes out i think this will already be done but we will post um on instagram like beforehand in case you're going to be in bogar indonesia <laughs> And have a time machine <laughs> again. But there is going to be a um, a talk a panel done at the Bogar Botanical Garden on April first, um, and there's going to be a recording afterwards. So. I'm hoping there'll be a way that we'll be able to find that link and share it with you guys if you guys are interested in listening to this. Um, But there's some awesome people who are going to be talking at this botanical talk. Um, Sri Rahayu, which we know is part of a lot of Hoya publications. Um, Fraser Cook, who on Instagram, I don't remember his Instagram handle. Botanical Otter. Botanical Otter. Mm -hmm. He does like little like monthly snippet reels of Hoya Mm -hmm. information, stuff like that. Some cool stuff. So there's a lot of great people that are going to be there. And they're going to talk about sustainable practices um, for plant nurseries, plant methods, and trying to support more conservation. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. The nature superstar in me. Loves this. Yeah, Jesse in high school who <laughs> wanted to be a nature superstar. Yep. <laughs> let's let's just buy a ticket and go, guys. So Vominos. Tickets to Indonesia, which is what I was just looking up. Oh. I was like, oh, I wonder how much it would cost to get to Indonesia. Yeah, April first. Two dollars. Two thousand? Two thousand. There we go. Yeah. And it's a forty hour trip. Sounds about right. You would like shrivel up and die, wouldn't you, uh, yeah. Adam? <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. I'm just like, ooh. Okay, but if anyone Turbulence wants to... Turbulence is usually pretty bad. <laughs> oh. If anyone wants to kidnap Adam, knock him on the head, drug him up real good, and ship him to Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. This is your invitation. <laughs> just make sure you feed him three times a day. Oh, yes. 
So, um, so yeah. So we will hopefully find a link for that recording because I'm interested. Yeah, I think it's going to be really. So. I mean, like we've said in the past episodes with um, all of all of the Hoya craze. I don't even want to call it craze, but mm-hmm. you know, Indonesia finding all of these new Hoya species and and what that's led to as far as poaching and. Yeah, but not even Hoya. Like when I was listening to a podcast by Maria with the Plant Daddies, and they were talking about um, what are those codex plants? And when the Stefania recta came out, there was a huge like poaching movement where they were all poached from like nature, especially the bigger specimens. So like all plants, really, you know, cause some kind you know pose some kind of threat to nature right mm-hmm. like our collection our hobbying has some kind of impact yeah. so i think they're going to talk about that conservation what can plant nurseries do to be more sustainable so i'm interested so yeah, yeah i'm excited for that yeah don't let me forget okay okay so yeah so if we April find a Fools. link for that we will go ahead and find that um and post it onto our show notes for you guys yay Las noticias. <laughs> now, in today's episode, we're going to talk about X-Men. Dun, dun, dun. What's an X-Men song? I don't know, but the dun, X-Men dun, dun, are dun, referred dun, to as... A, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's, that's Mission definitely Impossible. definitely not X-Men. Okay, I tried. <laughs> They're referred to as mutants. And so we are talking about Hoya mutations. X-Men. Hoya mutations. <laughs> Oh yeah, I literally thought our brains were linked and we were going to say that at the same time. That's cute. So when we talk about Hoya mutation, if you guys didn't know, whenever you see splash or inner variation, outer variation, that is actually considered a mutation on the plant. Yes. It is a derivative well not derivative it's a separate path from what the plant actually should be yeah yeah apart from like the green form that you usually see it in um so you know for various reasons that happens and we're going to kind of talk about everything that has to do with hoya mutations that we know so (laughs) which (laughs) none of us are botanists (laughs) Yeah, I was like, so what I know is that the mitochondria is a powerhouse. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) It is over and out. Jesse out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we're going to primarily focus today on the you know more common mutations, which are splash, inner variegation, outer variegation that you see on plants. Yes. And my funky peduncle. Yes, and Jessie <laughs> really wants to talk about her funky peduncle, so <laughs> that's going to fit into this episode. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> oh, Weezer's back. Gosh. <laughs> Every time you laugh, Lydia, that's one less star. I hope you know that. Oh, she really does want to. She wants to get that funky dunk out there. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, Jesse. Tell us about you know what it what is what it what happened. Yes. So for my faithful followers, <laughs> my true fans who watch my stories, the real ones, my blurry, crooked ass, <laughs> twisty tie stories when I ever in the middle of the night in the middle no of the night when I Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything else? Guys? Go ahead, it's roast Jesse moment. Anyway, not focused. (laughs) 
out of like literally you could hand me the world's best camera and I'd be like, I can mess this up real quick. <laughs> anyway, if you follow my stories, you have followed my journey of my peduncle that grew a peduncle. Literally, yeah. like breaking news, Biden wrote a letter about it. It was amazing. <laughs> and it bloomed and then it had a peduncle like where the Corolla Coronas go. Yeah. And bloomed again. Except I missed that second bloom because I was out of town. Oh, yeah. Sad tear. We do have pictures of this, though, don't we? We can yes, post on. They are on my personal Instagram, Perritos y Plants. And we will post whenever this episode comes out. That was a mutation of the peduncle. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And that is my scientific. Double the pleasure, double the fun. Yes. Wow. So mutation of the peduncle kind. Is yes. that the scientific name we're going with? Yep. Love Official. that. But anyway, so Lydia, tell Official. us more about regular mutations. <laughs> Common mutations. Oh, gosh. So I feel like mutation wise, one of the popular, because we all know people are after that variegation. People are after that splash. Oh, yes. Yes. And do you, well, first of all, do you mm-hmm. consider splash variegation? Because I don't, but I know I that Jane Perone kind of has mentioned it, calls it splash variegation. She doesn't even like referring to it as splash. I think she just calls it silver variegation. Yeah. Mm. But to me, variegation is like the whole leaf, uh, all the cells. Mm-hmm. And splash is basically just an air pocket between the epidermis of the leaf yes. and the other cells. So it's an air pocket that presents as silver. But variegation isn't like that. You can't just scratch variegation off when you can scratch splash off. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You can scratch it off and then it'll come back. Oh. So if you like use your fingernail, which I mean, again, it, it can ruin your leaf. So I'm not telling you guys to do yeah. this, <laughs> but if you have a Hoya that has splash that you're like, eh, I don't really care about this. Just take your fingernail and like push on it and you will see that it just disappears. Oh, yeah. interesting. I'm going to go home and scratch and, sna- scratch and sniff everything. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I mean, because if you, you know, look on Google, it says variegation is the process of making something more diverse. But it says especially in coloration. And I think that's when I think variegation, I'm thinking color. Yes. And splash to me is not color. Splash to me more is like a leaf characteristic. Mm-hmm. Although variegation to me also is a leaf characteristic but when i'm looking for variegation i'm thinking of coloration not just silver or yeah. you know so yeah. i do not but some people, people do. do yeah i mean to each their own too that that brings another point to think about is like a silver hoya that's not just like a solid splash like that's actual color so would that be considered variegation I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I want, I, I've never thought about it as variegation. No, I haven't either. Weird. Yeah. To me, variegation is inner or outer variegation. Not. Like the white, the yellow. Yeah, the... Sun stress is pink on some species cultivar. Yeah. That's usually what I'm thinking. What do you, what is, what is the color of cows called? The ones that are like black and white. Is there a name for that? Moo cows? Yeah, moo cows. cows. Cause I'm like, maybe that's what we call variegation. <laughs> Cause to me that's what I think about when I Marbled? think about spotted yeah. cow. I don't know. The ones that are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Not crossed. laughs> 
This is a Hoya podcast, but I'm just saying to me, that's what I think of. Like, Farmology. <laughs> like if it was a splashed cow, it would be like, you know, all throughout, but the model type, there's black and there's white. There's not. Yeah. Holstein. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole bunch of cow names. Who knew? But yeah. So welcome to Talking Cows. Girl goes to Texas for one weekend and she just feels like she knows everything. No, and the cows, they go moo. <laughs> I was just thinking about it in that, like, that term of, like, the amounts of color and how they're separated when it's mm. variegated versus, like, if it's splashy, it's just, like, dotted on top, which it sounds like from this whole you can scratch it off process. Mm. So the real question is... <laughs> Is the cow spotted just on the fur or on the skin, yeah. too? Oh. <laughs> That's part of the episode. I just got curious. <laughs> it is always weird to me, though, when you see cats that are, have, like, different colors and they're shaved and, and their skin is pigmented that same color. Yeah, like Bo, he's brown freckled cow all over a his skin. A piebald or pied animal is one that has a pattern of unpigmented spots white on a pigmented background of hair or scales so the holstein friesian black and white dairy cow is the most popular <laughs> what is one. happening <laughs> I don't know. all my exes living in texas <laughs> anyway i was that was a point in here it didn't make it out here <laughs> Holstein variegation. Yup. Darn <laughs> <laughs> Pause for laughter break. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, that was that was great. I always wanted a cow. <laughs> it was real scientific. <laughs> I had a breakthrough. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, no, it was fun. Where were we? <laughs> if we consider variegation, splash, splash of variegation. And silver, oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? So during this episode, when we talk about variegation, we'll be referring to the inner outer coloration that's on the foliage. But silver, we'll mention silver and splash, which is the spots, the, like the white spots on the leaf. We'll call splash the white silver for yeah okay. for a clarification for everybody yeah okay. that's what we'll be calling it. So what causes mutations? Yeah, so and tell us how to make them so we can have <coughs> all of the famous plants. <laughs> so I can invent my own plants that I can price at like two kidneys and a liver. So mutation is an interesting thing, but I think we should first talk about splash because splash is basically an air bubble in the leaf of the plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it's an air pocket between the epidermis, which is like the outer layer of the cell, the leaf and the cells beneath, which I don't know. But anyway, I came across a Facebook group that Potamante is, I'm guessing started, but uh, he is very active in there with like information and studies and stuff. And he called it aromaculata mm. is what the splash, like scientific name. Um, and then I Googled aromaculata and I didn't find anything on Google. Like literally no, it returned just that Facebook group and that was it. 
So I'm like, well, is this really true? But yeah, but it was translated from his native language. So I really wonder, you know, what it was. What? Yeah. But it was translated as aromaculata mutation slash phenomenon. So it does present itself as silver, which is is kind of unique that uh, just a little tiny air pocket that can't be that thick mm-hmm. shows as like a very bright silver. But um, it happens to a lot of different plants, not just Hoya. It happens to like these air pockets can happen on crops. They can happen on peas. I saw a lot of studies done on peas and in that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the interesting thing about mutation is there's like so many different ways that it can happen. Right. Um, mutation is when you're talking about like the variegation for the color is a genetic makeup of the plant. And like I've seen in, you know, I had talked about in our manifestation episode that I really want a random mutation on one of my plants, but they're collectors, like people like April Mall from Unsolicited Plant Talks, where they have a plant that's just green and then it puts out a vine and it's randomly mutated. It's randomly put out splash or it's randomly put out inner variegation. It's randomly put out outer variegation. Um, so sometimes that happens to collectors, but we also know, um, you know, people hand pollinate Hoya, or whenever you have seeds from Hoya, those seeds could also hold genetic makeup that could put out mutations. So you could have a seedling that's just green like the parents, but you could also randomly have one where it has outer inner variegation too. Which those random, those random mutations, which is I guess where all of these have come from, those are considered sport, like in the botany world, that's mm-hmm. considered a sport. Yes, they're considered a sport. So the thing about a sport when it comes to splash or variegation is that it's not stable. Mm. So you could have a Hoya and it has splash on it. But one of the things that is good practice before, you know, you give it to somebody else or you sell it is to take cuttings of that plant and see if that new vine that comes out continues on that mutation because a lot of plants don't, they don't have that stability. Um, and so because you're really, are just playing like Russian roulette, it's considered a sport because you don't know how stable that mutation actually is. Mm -hmm. Wow. I always called it Russian roulette. What did I say? Russian roulette. roulette. It was so fancy. (laughs) Russian roulette. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which, like you, Lydia, when you buy things that are, I guess, mutated, like something splashy or variegated, and your poor little plant doesn't give you a variegated or a mutated leaf, you chop, chop, because you think you can make it produce that. Similarly mutated DNA, right? Yeah. So that's the other thing. If you have a plant that has no mutation, to encourage it to have mutation is like, I want to say like one in a million. Like, is Mm -hmm. it going to happen? Probably not. But that's why people buy a plant that already has the variegation or it has the splash. The hope is, you know, when you buy it for someone, they could tell you like, hey, like this is very stable. 
If it's very stable, like awesome. You know, even if you cut it, even if you buy a node that's not a top cutting, like you're going to continue to get that mutation. Mm-hmm. But a lot of plants, whatever you see on that plant, it's not stable. So you don't know what you're going to get. So I had, you know, that inner variegated obovata with splash from Adam and I cut it back. And by the fifth time that I cut it, it gave me that inner variegation with a splash all over again. Yeah. And it continues, you know, and I'm happy with it, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not considered stable. It would be considered like a sport, mm-hmm. but you can still get it again. You can encourage for that to happen again. Yeah. Cause I got a cutting of that that same day and then yours was giving you green leaves. You were chopping them off. And I was like, I'm just going to let it go. And it did give me like a good five, six leaves that were not mutated. And then it again started doing the mutation of the variegation mm-hmm. with the splash on it so yeah. yeah interesting to see how the plants grow yeah but that's why genetics are important because you can't just say like oh i have this plant and it has a little bit of splash it has a little bit of variegation and you're wanting to get like that instagram picture perfect like awesome variegation awesome splash like if that plant doesn't come with that kind of genetic like you might not get it so along the lines of that there is a hoya a8074 and this has Ugh. been a pain point for a lot of people. <laughs> Adam just rolled his eyeballs out of his yes, head. Yes, because there are a lot of different H074 out there with different kinds of genetics. You may buy H074 that has like half silver leaves that are beautiful. And then it puts out a vine and they're mostly all green because it's not stable. But there are some H074 out there we don't really know like where origination, like where that really comes from, where they grew that out a little bit more stable. So then whenever that plant puts out new vines, it's actually giving you splashy silver leaves. Mm -hmm. So it's also important, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're spending the money instead of spending, I mean, you definitely could buy a plant that's cheaper, that has less of that mutation, and you still get something beautiful because mm-hmm. you got lucky. But a lot of times, if you get a plant with good genetics, then you're more likely to get that. You know, yeah. that happened to me with the 074, where the the splash wasn't super consistent, and now it's mm-hmm. all full green. But also with the China No ID, mm. I bought one for, yes. like back when they were like $350, I bought one for $50, with like two speckles of silver on it, I still have not gotten full silver. So I did not hack the market on that. <laughs> that one is also not stable. Definitely a sport because I have like three of those and it's about like 50-50. I'll cut it back and it'll give me a mostly green vine. I'll cut it back again and then it'll give me a full silver vine. So you really don't know what you're getting. But the original leaves on my plant have always had really really great great like silver silver splash on it so i know like the next time that i cut it it gives me really beautiful leaves on that plant Mm. hello let's talk hoya family we want to take a moment to share the exciting news of our official launch for exclusive content aka peduncle pals Through your support, we will be able to keep this podcast going, but also connect with all of you listeners in a more meaningful way. By becoming one of our peduncle pals, you'll gain access to two additional After Chat episodes a month, some listener shout outs, special events, 
and our exclusive Facebook group. We can't wait to continue to grow this Hoya community with you Padungle Pals and hope you join us. You can subscribe via the link on our show notes or our Instagram bio. We're so happy you guys have been joining us to talk about Hoya. And this podcast is truly a passion project of ours. And we're just excited to continually grow this community of you lovely Hoya people. And if you've been enjoying our episodes recently, we would love to hear from you through a positive review. And I know we say this a lot, but they do mean the world to us. And your reviews really do help get us into other Hoya lovers' ears. And it helps this podcast grow. You can also follow us at Let's.TalkHoya on Instagram, where our show notes are linked in the bio. But if you're not an IG girly, you can find our show notes in the description of each episode. Now, let's get back to this episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. My age, zero seven four, <laughs> acts a lot like my Asami Clone 2, which or the Asami Clone 2 is stable, outer variegating, mm-hmm. outer variegated. Um but when you cut it, when it grows a new vine, it's the first leaves are like very prominently variegated. Yes. And that's the same way that my age or seven four was when like you you saw it earlier. Mm-hmm. Like the first two leaves that came out were full on silver and now it's like putting out barely splashed green leaves, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad. But also at the same time I'm like, well, I knew what I was getting when I when I did this. Yeah, it is interesting. And I wanted to dabble just like briefly into some like nomenclature, just very, very, very briefly. So there's a lot of um, like silver and variegated plants that we see that are actually wild cultivated. So they're from nature, from the wild, like the, um, the New Guinea ghost, wild like they found it in nature with silver, like Louisa silver, exactly the same way. Could you imagine just walking through the forest, like yeah. just skipping to grandmother's house with your basket of bread <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden in the corner of your eye, you just see this silver ass pandorata? Exactly. Exactly. Wait, is that the one you said pandorata? No. Oh. <laughs> New was- Guinea ghost. NGG. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> For some reason. In my head, I'm just, I have Pandorata silver. The Nicholsonia New Guinea Ghost, which is like full silver. And the thing when you write Hoya names, I didn't know this when I first started, how important it is. Like every letter or every like period or quotation is really important when you write Hoya names. And there's a lot of these plans that are from nature that are being put into single quotations, which usually notates that it's a cultivar meaning that someone made it made that they made that like did a hand pollination or like they made that cultivar but when they're from the wild nobody made that that's like nature made that happen so there's a lot of like debate on like why is that in you know the single quotation when that was nature derived and it's not a true cultivar so that's something that's still a little muddled and interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we will have an episode about nomenclature. Yes. And, and, we'll... and it will be so good. Yep. But that's for another day. But yes. I just wanted to mention that. As Well, I was going to ask, how, how are we supposed to write it if it is a random silver pandorata that I found growing as you were skipping to grandmother's house? As I was skipping to grandmother's <laughs> house. And then my other comment was like, excuse me, God did that. So. <laughs> but irrelevant now. 
<laughs> that's a great question. Well, we know that species basically is like like that true plant. So no one like made any alterations to it. Like that's like a, like a true form of that plant. So I don't know if you would write it as species or if you would write the character, like the name of the plant and then write the characteristic, like in parentheses, like I'm not 100% sure on that either. So it'll be interesting to see like when we talk more in depth into that, like what that becomes. But the single quotation usually is reserved for cultivar. And then, you know, someone made that plant. So then, you know, if you have that plant, you know, oh, this is a hybrid. So... I know. That's an interesting thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. So it is interesting. But the other interesting thing is that, you know, people are also able to chemically induce these mutations. So that's another interesting thing. There's like speculation that maybe that's happening in some places. But I feel like one of the biggest dupes when plant like collecting first started and the pink princesses were a big thing. Remember those pink Congos came out? Yeah. And that was chemically induced. Yes. But it reverted. Mm -hmm. It only lasted so long. Like after a certain time, it would fizzle out Mm -hmm. of that, of that plant. So the ones that you say, like the Hoya that you're seeing that possibly could be chemically induced. That's staying around, though. It's not yeah, fading. They were able to like do something to alter the genetic makeup of the plant. I'm reading an article now about variegation, and like, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if I grow a Hoya under UV light. Oh, and that that's the do. other thing: environment, because there is a lot of debate on environment. Because I feel like when we first got into plants, the big thing was give your plants more light, and you'll get like if you have a plant that already has splash or already has silver, already has variegation, like give it high highlight, and that continues, you know. But then if you think about it, like how much does environment play into making sure that that mutation stays? Yeah. I don't see, and I've always been skeptical of environment mm-hmm. because I've had, I've had Hoya in high light. I've had Hoya in low light. I've had the same plant do propagations in both. And I didn't see any results that would have been like, okay, well, this is exactly something that, that changes it. But that was just my experience and it wasn't very scientific experiment. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think it depends on the plant because like silver dollar, If it doesn't get a lot of light, you end up getting leaves that are a little bit more mottled with green. Mm -hmm. And I prefer that look. So I pulled my plant away from the light and it continues to give me like those mottled green leaves. But then if you put it under a high light, it gives you like those pure silver leaves. Yeah. So is sunstress a mutation or no? No. No, sunstress is not a mutation. That's just the leaf trying to protect itself from too bright of light. Mm. And it's trying to preserve its cells from exploding. Mm -hmm. But we're like, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. (laughs) Yes. And meanwhile, the plant's like, oh, (laughs) you know that, you know that, that, that woman that tans and then there's a (laughs) give out there. She's like, I tan. But it was like, it was years ago. The tan lady that was like, she was just leathery. Some people out there are going to remember it, but that's what your Hoya is doing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I would have to Google that in the ancient, ancient textbooks of life. (laughs) 
But I have to say an interesting thing when it comes to environment. So I have this Mathilde with Splash. Yes. The, oh, yes. Gorgeous. Mathilde with Splash. And I've had this for a couple of years now. So it's been through a couple seasons. And I noticed, you know, during the winter time, it was putting out these like full, beautiful silver leaves. Granted, there's still some green, but very, very silver. As the summer months progressed and it was getting warmer, I noticed that a lot of the silver was going away and all the strands were turning green again. And I was like, what the heck is going on? The silver is going away. And I had cut all of that back and I started, I don't know, I want to say like 50 new plants or something like that. And that was closer to when it was winter. And when the new growth came in and it was cold and it was winter time, those strands that were green gave me full silver leaves again. Yeah. So you think it's a... Like a light like a temperature plus thing? temperature thing, but mostly temperature because I was reading, you know, this year... Now there's a ton of people that have the Mathilde with Splash and there was a forum in one of the Facebook groups and they were talking about, you know, some people are like, oh, mine gets super highlight and oh, mine gets super low light. But the same factor for all of us is now it's winter and everyone's mm. getting silver leaves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did you crack the code? I mean, when it's cold, I definitely get silver leaves. So everybody yeah. is in a place where winter equals cold. Yeah, it was a it was like a US. Oh, okay. It was a US Facebook group. And yeah. they were all seeing so, kind of the same results. Yeah, like it's cold, it's winter, and look at like these full Bro, silver leaves that I'm getting. So well, okay. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> Let's not go that far. Uh, see, I thought I hacked it, but no. <laughs> but it would be great to How would we do a test on that though? I mean, once summer rolls around and it's hundred and ten degrees. <laughs> And the leaves don't come out as silver, then... So you keep your house at 50 the whole summer. I wish. I'll keep my house at 102, and we'll see what happens with the Matilde. No, but I was not saying necessarily for the Matilde, but, like, another plant mm. that is to see if, like, we can... Oh, but see, the thing is, I don't think that is for all plants. <clears throat> okay. It really is, like, some plants are just more sensitive to temperature than others, you know? Wow. Which is crazy to think about. Crassy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the exciting thing, though, is like lately I've been seeing a lot of Hoya in the market that have like full silver or mm-hmm. inner outer variegation. Like, are there any that you guys have been seeing lately that's kind of different from like what's been out there usually? Well, only ones that you send me. <laughs> I'm always dreaming and daydreaming about April's silver ben, bentoy. Bentoc. Mitrata. Yeah. Formerly known as bentoc silver. Yeah. Is now reclassified as Mitrata. Yeah. I'm always thinking about that. And I I'm know. like, that's a lovely mutation you've got there. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of April, though, she, in our episode with her, she did mention that variegated serpents. Yes. yes, I did see that a few times. Yes, the inner variegated uh, serpents. There are a lot of Hoya right now coming out of, um, I believe it's China. And we don't know how those mutations are coming along. Are they on the balloon? But I think, I think they may, like they somehow cracked the code to be able to like cause those mutations. Oh. I know. 
I know. But there's somebody that I follow on one of the Facebook groups and they're from Vietnam. And a lot of these Hoya that I'm seeing where I'm like, oh my gosh, I need that. They're saying that they are wild found in Vietnam. So one of like the top ones that I'm like, I would really like, but it's just super expensive is the inner variegated Crassi Patiolata. Mm. And yeah, and they put that it was a wild mutation found in the Van Con forest of Con Hien commune, Binh Dinh province in Vietnam. Whoa. Like wild. Like you're just like going through the forest. Just to grandmother's house. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, what a beautiful plant. And then you, and then it's like one node, $3,000. <laughs> See, but I want to crack the variegation code. I really want to crack it. I'm going to so crack again. Crack. I'm, gonna, I'm about to go buy a bunch of UV lights and we'll just see. Yeah. yeah Bruce Banner, the shit out of these Hoyas. Like oh gamma gosh. radiation. Work. I'm going to, I'm going to take one to the dentist with me and I'll be like, when you take the x-rays, I'm just going to put a Hoya leaf in there. Oh my God. Really though, because that unfortunately like i think a lot of people take advantage of like there's a bit of silver equals 300 more dollars for this yes. plant if we crack the code everybody can have silver for a dollar and an x-ray of the dentist <laughs> oh my gosh i just have to say rick morier who lives in florida i believe and he's like one of like a handful of people in the U.S. that can do hand pollination. But in his group, he's always writing memes. Oh, my gosh. And so one, of, one of the memes is like, like, like huge magnifying glass. Like, where's the silver? <laughs> <laughs> where's the silver? Yep. Um, well, that brings me to something I want to talk about, too, is because, you know, my baby, my Hoya Obavada mm-hmm. intervarigated with Splash. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that one I've given to a lot of people, I've propped it a lot. Sometimes the props come out. We've talked about that earlier in this episode. They don't come out with splash. Some of them do. Um, that was selling or I actually did sell it for like a higher amount going back now. I wish I wouldn't have, but, um, there's a lot of people out there who sell plants because they received it as like with splash Mm. or splash. And it's not splashy at all. Like it's not like that's not a stable thing. So that's a descriptor, right? And that right. should be in the name in a parenthesis. Like and basically think, saying like this this has splash or this mm-hmm. is silver, but like, you know, it's not part that's not there's not anything different from that plant than in a regular Hoya obovada variegated. Yeah. But you can't because just because it grew from that plant, if it doesn't have the descriptor, then it should no longer be part of the it should be no longer part of it because it's not a description you can add to it because it's not part of that characteristic. So if, you know, you have, let's just say an inner variegated obovada and it puts out a new vine with no variegation and you cut that and you propagate it and you sell it as inner variegated obovada, that's not okay because just because it came from a plant that had inner variegation, it clearly didn't carry it out. So if you sell that and other people grow it out, it's probably not going to show again. So it's now not like a last name. <laughs> now you're selling a bad sport, yeah. you know? Oh, so okay. to sell a good sport, what you, sh- you should do is if you have this plant, you cut it, it has the variegation and you sell it, then it has a higher likelihood that it's going to continue that variegation. Yeah. 
really like what people, you know, should do with the spore is as you cut the plants back, when you have a plant that, okay, it had the verification variegation, I cut it and then it grew variegation again, you keep that as a mother plant cut it and see if it continues and continues because the more times that it exhibits that behavior and you cut it and you let that, you know, come out again, the more likely that it becomes stable over time. Mm-hmm. So boom, knowledge, boom. bam. <laughs> but I think that is something that has bothered me in the past. And, you know, I felt, I felt victim to it while I was susceptible to it too, is like adding more money to things because the splash. Okay, but you're 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 talking like you charged an arm and a leg, which we were seeing at that time. Cuttings of that same Hoya going for like two fifty something. And I'm pretty sure you were always selling them for like fifty, sixty bucks. And then people were turning around and selling your cheap cuttings for <laughs> more than you even sold it to them. So at some point that's like if if we can get these mutations to be stable and everybody can have them, hopefully that won't happen. Because no. Like we were, like you and I were seeing it on the market. Literally, they they were like picking up at your meetup and then selling it on Facebook Marketplace. And it's like, okay, guys, maybe yeah. at <laughs> least wait like three months and maybe he forgets about it. <laughs> but you were selling plants that had the splash and had the variegation. Mm-hmm. Yes. variegation. Like I think where it gets muddled is when you have a plant that's like all green and then you say, but comes from a variegated mother plant. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, but that plant is not going to exhibit what that mother exhibited because the cutting that you're giving that person doesn't have the qualities. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like so, super less likely that it's, it could, right? It could mutate. But it's but really, it's really hard to. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, if you're a seller, stop doing that. If you're a buyer, stop buying that. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, if you really want that mutation, then spend a little more and get the one that exhibits it. And then from there, watch the new growth. And if it doesn't exhibit that mutation, cut it back. Cut it back to the last time that you saw that and then let it grow out again. Yeah, But in my true Mexican form, I'm going to (laughs) say. But at the end of the day, do what you want because it's your money, it's your time, baby. (laughs) It's your money, it's your time. I'm no one to judge. (laughs) Oh, but it would truly be amazing to have a Hoya and for it to just randomly mutate because... um, Home Jungle and Z from New Zealand had a polyneura that randomly mutated and put out a vine that's intervirigated. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this before. And they cut the entire vine down to one node each and decide to grow it out to see is this mutation going to continue? Every single cutting it has continued. Dang. Wow. I know. And it's freaking gorgeous. Do you remember when I thought I had a mutation? With oh, my Hoya Lagunosa. Is it, yeah. is it the Mentawai? Yeah. But I think it's a different name. But Wait, when what it, happened to it? Well, when it's given highlight, you can see it over there. You can see how it's like white leaves. It, Very when it, chlorotic leaves. When it's given highlight, it oh. puts out very white foliage but then lush but then it turns pink Mm -hmm. so it was like cotton candy it was like cotton candy pink leaves um and then they slowly will fade to green but some of them had stayed out of variegated like well it's not out of variegated the edges but it looked like it looked like they were out of variegated and i was like lydia i think i I think i have a mutation i thought you were selling those i didn't you were selling them for an arm and a leg (laughs) i'm just kidding but it's it is actually i kind of like it like you can kind of see it there and how it, it it looks like it's fading, but yeah, I really thought I had a mutation though. I was oh, like getting really excited. No, 
So, ugh, well, I as someone know, who has know. had a mutation in her house, <laughs> I hope it happens to you guys soon. Because <laughs> my funky padunky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had plenty of kidding. leaf mutations. I've had plenty of that kind of stuff, but you know, that's not cool. That's not important. Yeah. But crickets. <laughs> oh wait, I have a crickets. Um, one last thing I did want to say yeah. is I did have a peduncle on my uh, Hoya Obscura mm-hmm. and the peduncle was normal. And then it just put out one bud out of the side of the peduncle, just one pedicel with one bloom and that one bloom opened. Wow. The weirdest thing I've ever seen in so my entire life. So you got a funky donkey. I got a funky dunk too. <laughs> my dunk <Awesome>. is funk. <laughs> I, I do not have any funky dunks. <laughs> One day, baby, one day. <laughs> one day. Uh, but yeah, mutation is still something that's wild to me. And I mean, there's still a lot to understand and a lot to, you know, figure out. But um, that's just kind of a little bit of tidbit we wanted to share with y'all. So just to summarize, do you think that there is a special recipe to get splash on your plant? Because, some, you know, you'll see that on these Facebook groups. You'll see that online. People will be like, oh, you can do this to get more splash. Do you think that that's a thing? I think the important thing is that your plant has the genetics to put out splash. So if you want a plant with splash on it, I think it's important to buy a plant that has a lot of splash. Does that mean it's going to give you splash? Unless you ask the seller and they tell you this is stable, then you know it's it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. But it can happen because that plant has exhibited that before. So... I'm all for genetics are important. If your plant has no splash, if it has one speck of splash and you give it highlight and this and that and this, I don't think that's the recipe for it. I think genetics are really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. All righty. But if you guys have enjoyed this episode, I hope you tell us and what you guys think about, you know, mutation, especially if there's a Hoya where you're like, oh, I'm just like really, really enjoying this or... Or a mutation that maybe you hope to see one day that like just isn't out there. That would be fun. I know. But you can feel free to leave us a review on Apple if you would like to. And, you know, leave us some stars because that helps us out. That does help us out a lot. And we really do appreciate and, and like reading those. And... Follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Hoya. And DM us with your mutations. Yeah. Of your Hoyas. Uh, even better yet, we'll give you our address and you can send us a cutting. Wow. <laughs> and you can check out our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> on, on our, our bio. bio. <laughs> but yeah, that's all over on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, thegreenplantaz.com has a section for Let's Talk Hoya show notes. And um, you can find it there. And follow us on Instagram individually. My Instagram handle is at notdude. I'm at thegreenplant.az. And I'm at perritos y plants. Adios. Bye.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.